Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Welcome, everyone, to Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, coming at you live from the Fargo Studios. And great to have you with us. Let me look around here and see what I see. I see a guy sitting out there with a Santa hat. Oh, that's Eli. I wave to Mark and some of the other crew. And then I look through this window right ahead of me, and there's this smiling face, this young, <laughs> young beautiful guy. It's Therese. She's producing today. So, yeah, we have a great, great show planned for you, too. Off the top, we'll be talking with Father Joseph Christensen. As you know, Pope Francis recently proclaimed the year of St. Joseph, and we're going to be talking with him about that. And a lot of other great things coming your way today. I want to encourage you as we go through our third and coming up to our fourth uh, week of, of, I almost said Lent, sorry, Advent. There we go. Get the church season right, huh? Yeah, at least Therese is smiling. That's good. Um, You know, to to really focus on, on what's important, I mean, oh my goodness, there have been so many things that can distract us from what's going on. You know, not the, not the least of them is COVID, of course, and everything associated with that. But in the end, God is in control. I just have to keep telling that self that so many times. God has a plan. God's in control. I'm glad I don't have to figure it out. I think it was John the 23rd that famously said, uh, you know, he's Pope, right? You know, and he says, Lord, this is your church. I'm going to bed. You know, <laughs> sometimes that's just what we have to do, right? It's just kind of stand. Leave it up to you. So as always, let us begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Gracious and loving God, as we draw closer to the wonderful birth of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior and Lord, help us to be still. Help us to take time to prepare and welcome him into our hearts. This is true peace. This is true joy that no man, no experience, no government can give us. You are the answer to all our questions and all our longings. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill us now. We ask this indwelling of the Spirit as we prepare for Christ, and we ask the intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of love and life, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. And speaking of Saint Joseph and men named Joseph, we have Father Joseph Christensen with us. We're joining him. Welcome, Father Joseph. Thank you very much, Tim. Appreciate it. It's great to be here with you, and especially on this topic of St. Joseph. Absolutely. So wonderful. I, c- I can just see your face. I wish you could be here in uh, person, but that's all right. We have to do this. And uh, I, I'm, I'm just excited, Father, uh, to talk about this, you know, for two reasons. Number one, I know that you know a lot about St. Joseph. You talk about him a lot, and you have a lot of experience, so that's one reason. But the other, of course, is 
he, he is your namesake. You were named, I presume, at least partly after St. Joseph, and so that, that's a great connection as well. So uh, thanks again for being with us. But some of our listeners might not be familiar with you and your work there. Why don't you give us a brief description of, you know, you and what you do? Sure. So I'm a Franciscan friar. Like a monk, we make vows of poverty, chastity, obedience, live in community. I have uh, a candidate with me here, candidate Daniel O'Neill, uh, another one coming in early January. So that's very exciting. Uh, we work with the youth, we evangelization, St. Maximilian Kobe's work, consecration to Mary, and utilizing Mary to convert souls to Christ. And so everything we do is dedicated to her, and we do whatever it is that she wants us to do. Uh, uh, we preach parish missions, uh, run Third Order, uh, secular Franciscan group, um, one just for right now, because there's only one of me. Um, <laughs> Can't bilocate yet? Come on. Right. Uh, give retreats, and then uh, especially in a big way, help with the St. John Maternity Home here in Warsaw. And so that's uh, a big part of what we do also. It's definitely a, a work of St. Joseph. <laughs> Uh, being a father, being a father to them there, very important, very important today. Yes, being a father to children that, in quote unquote, in some ways are not your own, right? I mean, every, everything's God's, just, just as just as Saint Joseph did, and, and very faithful right. to that. Well, um, right. maybe maybe talk about this a little bit too. I guess um, just uh, recently, I guess you know, December eighth, uh, from December eighth, twenty twenty, to December eighth, twenty twenty one. Of course, the feast of the Immaculate Conception. Uh, Pope Francis has proclaimed a year of St. Joseph. Tell our listeners a little bit about what does a year of whatever mean and how can we enter in more deeply to that? It's really based on uh, Isaiah 61, you know, when Jesus is in the synagogue and he reads, uh, you know, he's going to give sight to the blind and and, uh, walk to the lame and so forth, and the the deaf can hear. And a year uh, of... uh, a year of uh, um, celebration, it's, it's a year of pardon, a year yep. of celebration yep. of, for the Lord, which which meant everything was forgiven, all debts were forgiven in that year, uh, any kind of debt, and so that was fabulous, you know, it was yeah. very free. Yeah. Yeah? And so this is a whole year dedicated, a holy year, uh, in honor of St. Joseph, that we would recognize St. Joseph, look into St. Joseph, pray to St. Joseph, follow his example, <clears throat> and and uh, live this year really focusing on St. Joseph, uh, and it's a gift from the Holy Father that he's given us several uh, opportunities of indulgences, which help us, especially in the next life, mm-hmm. uh, to take away uh, temporal punishment or time of purgatory for, for our sins. So it's a great gift. But even more so, the Church teaches us uh, through its last document, 1966, Penitemony, on indulgences that um, that the Church wants to highlight the religious activity, the religious action, the religious prayer that's being put out there, so that we get in the habit of praying, in the habit of doing good works. You know, So, so uh, one of the indulgences is based on doing spiritual or corporal works of mercy in honor of St. Joseph. So, not only are we benefiting by a plenary indulgence, or even partial indulgences, but we are doing those works of corporal and spiritual works of mercy, and that's what we're going to be judged on, Matthew 25. Uh, the Gospel, Jesus tells us, these are the things that we're going to be judged on, so they're very important. 
So it's not just um, it's not just the gift of an indulgence after death, but it's even in this life, it's perfecting us in virtue, in piety, in prayer, and, and good good works. Amen. So, amen. Talking with Father Joseph Christensen here about Saint Joseph, and of course Jesus in Luke, yes, Luke four, right? He he quotes that you know, and saying that you know, a year of liberty of the captives, right? Of course, sight to the blind. The idea of forgiving us of our sins really is is the freedom we're looking for, right? Year acceptable to the Lord, and today this is now fulfilled in your hearing, and so. You talked about the indulgences, you know, the, the remission of that temporal punishment, right? So freeing us even more. And so when we fully enter into what the church offers us, it's a beautiful, beautiful way to live. And also is obviously great for our spiritual souls as well. Absolutely. So it's, uh, it's really helping us to be perfect as, as our Heavenly Father is perfect. And that means not that I cut this line absolutely straight, per se, but more so that I'm perfection in the sense of uh, completion, that I'm completely loving, completely giving, completely obedient, completely prayerful. That's, that's what perfection means, that I, that I live life in the spiritual life, especially to the full, and not just the spiritual life, but corporal works of mercy, spiritual works of mercy. <laughs> Absolutely. That's so good. Well, that's wonderful. Well, a, a great, great introduction. Let, let's talk a little bit about St. Joseph himself. Not a lot said about him in the Bible, although there's, what is said is amazing, right? And we don't know. Well, tell us, what do we know about his life and how do we know it? Well, we, we know that he, he there's nothing recorded of him saying, speaking in the, in the gospel. Exactly. Uh, so, so but, but we can learn from that, uh, you know, that his, uh, he was humble. Uh, he, um, he practiced reserve. And, and, I, and I'm sure the gospel writers wanted to, to highlight that. Any of them that may have known him would want to highlight uh, he was an interior man. He was a meditative man, prayerful man. And we know that he was prayerful and obedient to that uh, life of prayer and life of union with God. And this is what our Holy Father also wants us to follow in an example. His example and, and uh, be like him is, is to rediscover our filial relationship with the Father, our, um, our, our, our sonship, our, our sonship or daughtership with the Father. And, and we know that because when the angel appeared to him in the dream and said, get up and go, he got up and went. You know, it was the mm-hmm. night. Like, yeah. they didn't have headlights, and they didn't have a car <laughs> that they started. They had a donkey, you know, and, <laughs> and traveled, you know, several hundred miles, and, and not, not in one night, but... But just that was not easy, you know. Uh, and 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 they fled, and and uh, and, you know, and then doing it again and going back, you know. Yeah. And then don't settle, you know. Don't settle, you know. In Bethlehem, go go back to go back to Nazareth, and and so um, that immediacy, that obedience, uh, which was immediate and and with gusto, you know, yeah. the great lesson for us, even though it's not. Stated directly, but but we see it. He, mm-hmm. he acted promptly. He ma- acted immediately. He was protective, protective of Mary and Joseph. He provided for them. Again, he's on the road. He's got to find a, a new, you know, a job or work where he's going. He's got to, you know, feed the donkey on the way. <laughs> the wife and child. You know, the, the, this isn't all these details that aren't written down. But if you stop and think about it, they're in a desert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hot. Yeah. It's dry. You got to find water. You got to get food. You got to yeah. get work. You got to 
Keep there, warm at night. Light a fire. Yeah. Find some wood to light a fire. You know? yeah. There's there's not McDonald's so, and Motel Six around, right? <laughs> no, no. And so he 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 worked hard. He was very he was you know concerned. He was a caring man. Uh, he was a responsible man, uh, prayerful man, and and obedient. Yeah. And 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 just that reserve, that quiet, that he didn't have to be known. He didn't have to. And 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 really, that's all of us. And and our Holy Father points points that out too is uh any of us who are unnoticed or hidden you know that's each of us can discover in saint joseph the pope says the man who goes unnoticed a daily discreet and hidden presence and in- intercessor and support and, and and a guide in times of trouble um and that's most most of us go you know relatively unnoticed we're not out there in the you know big spotlight we just you know we get up mm-hmm. <laughs> we get ready we go to work we come home we you know, uh, we're not we're not the big uh, stars, and so right. we can we can identify with him in a in a big way, and, and it's beautiful because that's fine. It, it, God wants some of us to be the big spotlight. That's fine. Do well and and flourish for for the kingdom. But the majority of us are not. Right. <laughs> and so we just do what God is asking us to do, and to be holy, and to to do our daily duties, responsibilities, corporal and spiritual works of charity. Uh, prayer, penance, sacramental life—that's it. It's easy to be holy. It's easy to be a saint. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's wonderful. Yes, you know, I have what I call my Joseph SOS, and you've kind of touched on all of them, really: silence, obedience, sanctity, and of course, if, you, if I want to add another one, selflessness. But silence, SOS, silence, obedience, sanctity, and that's just—you know—it just kind of I like to summarize things in that way, you know. And again, you've hit on all those, and and so important for us today. And I think it was, I can't remember which priest said it, but and more people have probably said it. Be a man, don't have to be the man. Too many of us, as you mentioned, are looking for the spotlight, this and that. No, just go through. And I found in my own life, Father, in my own vocation of marriage and family, when I am focused on my family, God first, right, and my wife and my family, and then doing my job as well as I can, not worrying about, am I in the spotlight? Am I not? Does anyone care about me? Is anyone noticing me? That's when I'm the most happy. That's when I'm the most at peace. And I can really learn a lot, as you mentioned, being humble and silent like that, as St. Joseph was. Absolutely. And God can do great things through us. Uh, it's God. It's God's going to work whatever greatness He's going to touch whatever lives if we're doing His will. Uh, you know, the Fatima children praying for the conversion of sinners, they didn't know who they were praying for specifically, but they prayed, and they did penance, and <laughs> they helped end the war, and they mm-hmm. converted many people. They don't, you know, they didn't have to know. They just did it. They, and so uh, in, the, in that same way, and there's so many uh, uh, saints uh, uh, that, that lived it that way, you know, here in Warsaw, just, <laughs> you know, I don't have a big congregation or whatever, but... I'm doing whatever God wants me to do. I'm happy doing it, and uh, praise God, and let the let the graces fall where they will. Amen, amen. Living our vocation with love, trust, and joy. Father Joseph Christensen, we'll be back with him in just a minute. We're going to take a short break now, but we're talking about St. Joseph with Father Joseph. You're listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio, with an end-of-year gift planning tip. With the end of the year approaching, a charitable gift can help you support our mission and receive tax benefits. In addition to gifts of cash, here is a gift strategy worth considering. Gifts of appreciated assets such as securities or real estate are an excellent way for you to help our cause. Securities may be transferred directly to us, while real estate is transferred through a deed. These gifts will not affect your cash flow, and they provide the following tax benefits. A charitable deduction to help you save on taxes, a bypass of federal and state capital gains taxes, and an avoidance of tax on net investment income. To learn more about these strategies and the benefits of making an end-of-year gift, please call or visit our website today at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone. We're talking today with Father Joseph Christensen about St. Joseph. My name is Tim Moser, your host. Uh, Father Joseph, thank you again for spending your time with us today. Appreciate it. Very welcome. Great to be with you. You know, one aspect that especially a lot of non-Catholics, but even some Catholics might not understand very well, is this idea of spiritual fatherhood. They think of fatherhood as only in the biological sense, but you are a spiritual father to dozens, if not hundreds, right? Well, I consider myself a spiritual child of you. We're good friends. You have helped me through some of my ups and downs in life, and I appreciate that. And so maybe talk a little bit about how you as a priest also are called to be a father in a special way. Yeah, absolutely. Spiritually, you know, we, we baptize uh, to begin with, and we are preaching, right? The, the mm-hmm. Word of God is so important. Uh, and then, of course, the other sacraments, the Holy Eucharist, the Mass, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, which draw people so close to God. And, and our Holy Father recommends that in this year, encourages priests to celebrate the Sacrament of Penance, of Reconciliation, uh, that people have that opportunity to be drawn closer to God, like St. Joseph. Um, and and we we all need a father. We all need the guidance. We all need the affirmation. We all need the confirmation, the support. You, when, when a kid's playing baseball and he hits the ball and he runs the first base, who's he look to? He looks uh, many yeah. times the father's there. Mm-hmm. He looks to a parent, but you know the authority, um, and 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 but especially to the father figure. Maybe it's the coach, but but that's where they look immediately. Like how did I do? 
They want mm-hmm. to be affirmed in what they did. And, and so we need, we all need that fatherly support and encouragement, care, love, protection. And, and so spiritually, especially, uh, um, we do that with the work of the St. John home, but, but as a priest, right, in the parish, the priest is always guiding, always counseling, always offering the sacraments, always offering encouragement, being an example uh, of, of, a, of a father, hmm? of, of how yeah. a father should act or be, and uh, being a good example is so important because that speaks many times louder than, than anything else. Isn't so, it? Um, so just the giving the spiritual life and then caring for that life, because that's what a father does. father gives life or helps create life and then cares and protects, like Adam with the garden. Jesus, uh, God gave him that um, command, uh, till it and guard it. You know? Yes. And so fatherhood uh, contains that. And, and, and real quick, I, I believe going all the way back, right, we know Cain and Abel offered sacrifice. So from the very beginning, God wanted the man, the father of the family, to offer sacrifice, which is a priestly action. And in baptism, we are all priest, prophet, and king uh, in, that, in that sense, not, not in the sacramental sense, but in the general sense. And so every father of the family should be the spiritual head. It's not to be left to the mother or the mother alone. The father is to be the spiritual lead, the father is the spiritual head, because that goes all the way back to the very beginning. Amen. So. That, that, that is so true, Father. And I know it in, in my own life, in my own house. You know, I'm, of course, you know the statistics, too, that, that when the Father is practicing the faith, the children are much, much, much more likely to stay with the faith than when their mother does, e- even, even if she does as good a job as she can, right? I mean, we That's as fathers absolutely. are called to do that. And even, even if the Father's a different faith, say Lutheran or something, if he practices his faith, the Catholic children are much more likely to practice their faith. That's that's how strong of influence that is. Yep, absolutely. That's so true. And so we, as biological fathers, are called to be spiritual fathers. Are you mentioned? As you mentioned, we just don't give life; we protect it, we nurture it, we we you know, we we protect it. We certainly do. Yes, absolutely. And of course, we can't do that without the priesthood, because you, as you mentioned, you give us, open us up to the graces of the sacraments and, and all the other great things that you can do as a priest for us. And so the family of families that happen at the church, we need each other. We need the priest. And of course, as John Paul II says, we're complementary vocations, right? And we, we help each other. Yes, exactly. Together is the family of God. Hmm. So good, so good. Um, any other things? We got about, let's see, about five minutes left, six minutes left, I guess, here, Father. Any other things? And I know you want to get into the indulgences, and you certainly can do that now. Or maybe just, what are some other things? Any other points that you want us to learn from St. Joseph? Um, I think St. Joseph, uh, you know, he, he, he was very pro-life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, he protected... Not only Jesus, the baby, but but Mary, his wife. You know, uh, every age. Pro life means every age that yeah. we respect the dignity and stand up for and uphold uh, and treat and 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 be charitable at every every age uh, of life. Um, and uh, you know, he died before Jesus was crucified, before his passion. Uh, says tradition, and and I believe. If Saint, you know, God probably took him because he probably, in a good way, would have, or seemingly a good way, he would have stood in the way of God's will of Jesus dying on the cross. He would have fought. Yeah. He, would have, he would have laid down his life. He wouldn't have let that happen. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. He, he would have stood up as a father and as a man and said, "No, I'm not going to allow this." 
even though, you know, that was the will of God. So that's maybe one of the reasons why God took him early, because he would have been a manly man and stood up for life. And, I, and, and us men need to stand up for life. We need to be at the abortion mill. We need to be praying. We need to be uh, fighting in, in, in the law and in any way we can, and making sacrifices, maybe taking a day off of work, whatever, that we need to stand up for life. And, and St. Joseph would have did, did that, uh, certainly, um, you know, trying trying to protect his son. Uh, obviously, it's, it's just a, a, you know, a guess on my part, but I, I, I'm assuming he, he would have done that. And, and we, we need to follow in that, in that footstep. Now, that's very interesting, Father. I had never thought of it that way before, but obviously being a father myself, I can, I can just think if anything were to threaten in any way my wife or my son, I would lay down my life. I would do everything possible to, to save them. So that, that makes sense. I never thought about that before. That, that, that's and very... We, we, Go ahead. We need that today. We mm. need that today. Amen. Not, not that women or teenagers or anyone else doesn't need to stand up for life, but our men, yeah. we need to lead. We need to be fathers. We need to be sacrificial. We need to stand up for the truth. That's so important uh, uh, in today's society. So we need St. Joseph, and this will be a great year to, to help us in that, in that way. Amen. Amen. Father, you also have some things about uh, indulgences that you'd like to share us, yes. specific ones. Yes, Jesus said, whatever you bind on earth is found in heaven, whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. So the Church has the power to offer indulgences, which is uh, uh, taking time uh, of our temporal punishment due to sin. We are punished for our sins unless we do penance here in this life, or acts of charity, or whatever it is the Church would give us grace for. So indulgences are opportunities to take away that time of purgatory uh, when we do a religious exercise, a prayer, a, a charitable action that the Church says, okay, we will give these graces from the treasury of graces that the Church holds of all the prayers and actions of Jesus Christ, the Blessed Mother, and the saints. There's a storehouse of graces that we tap into uh, to help us. And uh, to, re- to, to get any indulgence, there's plenary, which means the full, that all of purgatory be wiped away. We can receive one plenary indulgence a day. Unless we're dying, we can receive a second one. <laughs> or we can receive as many partial indulgences, it, there's, no, there's no limit. So each day, and each day this year, we can receive a plenary indulgence. Uh, going to confession within 20 days prior or after, going to communion within days, and prayers, any prayers plural for the intentions of the Pope, and being detached from any sin, mortal or venial, being detached. Doesn't mean we won't, won't commit it, but that we're not attached to it. And then doing the religious prayer or exercise or act of charity. And so um, I just wanted to mention uh, quickly that the Pope says, meditate for 30 minutes on the Lord's Prayer. We can get a plenary indulgence. Take part in a spiritual retreat that at least is one day long and includes a meditation on St. Joseph. Secondly, any of the, uh, to to follow St. Joseph's example, doing a spiritual or corporal work of mercy. Hmm. Easy enough. Yeah. Uh, and we're, we're running out of time, so if I just run through the rest of these, uh, the recitation of the rosary in families, find your indulgence, or among engaged couples especially, mm-hmm. to recreate the atmosphere of communion, prayer, love of the Holy Family. So that's a third opportunity. The fourth one, to entrust our daily activities to the protection of St. Joseph. Easy enough. Just mm-hmm. entrust your daily activity to the, the protection of St. Joseph. A second part of that is to invoke the intercession of St. Joseph for those seeking work that that they can find dignifying work, easy enough. So yeah. those are uh, um, the sixth sixth one. Here is uh, fifth one is uh, 
to pray any prayer to St. Joseph for the persecuted church. Hmm. Uh, Sixth one, any uh, approved prayer or act of piety in honor of St. Joseph, and especially if we pray on March 19th or May 1st, his feast days, the Feast of the Holy Family, the 19th of every month, and every Wednesday. Wednesdays are traditionally dedicated to St. Joseph. So any approved prayer or act of piety in honor of St. Joseph. So lots of opportunities there. And even the sick can uh, offer up their sufferings. They can recite some uh, act of piety, some prayer in honor of St. Joseph, offering their pains and hardships to the Lord. And then as soon as they can uh, fulfill the other requirements of communion and so forth, then they can receive that. So it's, it's awesome. Absolutely. What a great what great opportunities to grow in holiness that the church gives us. Father Joseph, our time together is always so short. You're, again, a wellhouse, a spring of knowledge. We appreciate that. We have just a few seconds left. Would you give us a blessing, please, before we go? Certainly. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Our Heavenly Father, you have uh, entrusted your divine Son, Jesus, to the care of St. Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary to his care. We ask now that you uh, entrust the whole Church and each of us individually to his care, his protection, his love, his concern, his intercession, and that we may follow his holy example, uh, that we may live our lives uh, especially striving to do your holy will especially striving to draw ever closer to you, Heavenly Father, and understanding what it is that you ask of us in our lives, that we may stand up for life, defend life, promote life, that we may uh, live our life, uh, a sacramental life, a prayerful life, an obedient life, a humble life, uh, self-control, in honor of St. Joseph and with his prayers and helps, that we may bring deeper conversion to your children, Heavenly Father, and draw us ever close to you. And through the intercession of St. Joseph, may God give you good health, protection of mind, body, and spirit, protect you from the virus, uh, to uh, remain with you and be with you in every way, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Father Joseph Christensen. God bless you and your work. You're very welcome. God bless you. Too, uh, thank you All so much. All right. Coming, coming up next, a true story that happened to me yesterday. We're coming back right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 